the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time investing, retirement planning, and so much more. We are the Biz 1440 KYCR Golden Valley. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. Rescuers are combing through fields of wreckage from Friday night's devastating tornado outbreak in the South and the Midwest. In Kentucky, Governor Andy Beshear offers words of comfort. You are not alone. Today, Kentucky is absolutely united. We are united with our people. We are united to find and rescue as many as possible. We are united to grieve with, I think, over 100 families. His comments, courtesy of WHAS-TV News, the twister carved a track that might rival the longest on record. A major storm is bedeviling Northern California today. It promises to drop heavy snow in the Sierra Nevada and rain throughout the region. Forecasters say the heaviest of the rain starts tonight and runs into tomorrow morning. This is SRN News. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. 800-884-9018. That's 800-884-9018. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep, I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No No wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. The following program was pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. 
The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show. How about a fresca? Your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. He's a strange doctor. Strange doctor. We finally made it to campus. Welcome, King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. Good to be with you. You know, this is the period in the year. My office, uh, from which I am broadcasting to you right now, up at St. Cloud State University, sits along the Mississippi River. I mean, literally, I the river is running three three floors below me and uh, one steep uh, riverbank. Uh, Right here, because we so, we sort of have this building sit. Uh, the, most of the buildings of uh, the campus sit on a bluff that overlooks the uh, overlooks from the west the uh, Mississippi River, and uh, so because it's because I face to the east, uh, often I have to close my uh, shades, otherwise I get blinded by the light coming off the uh, coming off the river and 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 so forth. Except for a little window of two months where the where the sun has moved sufficiently down to the south, south of the equator, so that the angle the sun has now is blocked by the corner of the building. This this week is that week um, where it moves, so I get to have the entire glory of the of the of the river, the bank across. Uh, I can see the. Uh, the tower at the uh, at the uh, state uh, at the uh, state uh, penitentiary, uh, <laughs> off in the distance, along with the water tower, um, that always is part of my part of my view here. And uh, it, it it's a it's it's a nice cool weekend before Thanksgiving, uh, and uh, I'm sure everyone's already getting ready to uh, do their thing um, for Thanksgiving. I wonder how many people will go back to normal. I wonder how many people will continue to abide by um, what what one might uh, call the COVID rules. Um, and we will uh, we we will see what we will see. Uh, I, I we so let me give you first the programming notes. Um, we're live today. We we just agreed. Uh, Sean and I did. We'll be live next week. Um, Two weeks from now, which unfortunately is another job Saturday, I am not able to be at a microphone because I will be uh, I will be attending a family event. That uh, speaking of COVID rules, something we've had to put off for months and months uh, to uh, memorialize the, the passing of my mother earlier this year. So um, so we will be uh, we'll be engaged in that instead on the first weekend in December. Uh, and uh, and uh, thank you everybody. Uh, who I, I remember back at the time when uh, we broke the news here on the show, uh, I got lots of lovely notes from our listeners, and I, I thank you for that. Um, but uh, we haven't been able to get all of the all of the family together. I have a brother and a sister, and and a two, one nephew with three nieces and a grandniece. So I and so all of us will be together. Um, for the first time, I think in, in for well, it'll be the second time we got together for a wedding uh, from one of my nieces, and we we did that back in August, and so we will get together again 
uh, to to do to do this because we didn't want to do them at the same time. Why harsh someone's wedding with uh, a memorial service didn't seem like a very smart thing to do. Anyway, there's your programming notes. We're here this week. We'll be here for Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, and you're going to get two weekends in a row where it's just me on a mic. Uh, I don't have guests this week, and I certainly don't anticipate having guests over the over a holiday weekend. I typically won't ask unless there's some somebody I know very well who's like, I would love to come on and talk about this. Like, hey, I got time. So otherwise, we'll be fine. So those are your programming notes. Uh, we thank you. We thank you for the uh, the opportunity to talk to you. Uh, there's a uh, there's a number of there's a number of things moving right now. I know everyone's attention is on. I think a lot of other things happening in the world. The fact that you know, if I look at my morning Wall Street Journal, what's there? Booster shots. The trial trial of Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse ending, um, and and of course the House passing uh, passing the Build Back Better agenda. Uh, all of that's there. I will say I probably not. I'm certainly not talking about booster shots. To, well, I might talk about boosters, but in a, in a, an oblique way. I'm certainly not talking about trials that I don't watch. Um, I I'm sorry. I have a I have a fairly full life, and I've not squeezed time out of it for court TV. So no, I didn't watch the trial. And as someone that hasn't watched the trial, I'm choosing just not to talk about it. I don't know even though it seems like everybody else wants to talk about it. Um, fine, you can. I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to choose to stay in my lane. Um, the best advice Dave Chappelle has ever given me, I think. Uh, not to me personally, but I think in life, you know, sort of like, you know, stay in your lane. Do what, do, it, do what you do. What do we do? We talk about economics. We'll talk about the House bill some and sort of, sort of why, uh, why we engage in this in this fiction called CBO scoring, which was the most interesting part of it to me this week, uh, was, was that. But I also want to talk about a couple of things that I have, I have, uh, I've been doing this week. I, so, so first of all, regarding the booster shots, I actually got my booster yesterday. Um, and so yesterday in, Managed to work for about four hours afterwards because I got the shit. Unlike the first two shots that I had to drive an hour out of town to get to, so I just took an afternoon off to go do that. This this shot I was able to get uh, two miles from here, from from my office. So I drove down, got the shot, came back, got the flu shot at the same time, came back up here, and was able to work for about four four and a half hours. With uh, and knowing that I probably would hit the wall at some point in the middle of the afternoon, and I did, uh, so <laughs> I went home early uh, and uh, had to and had to basically shut my brain down for an hour because I just wasn't getting it. I wasn't able to even carry on a simple conversation with my wife. So she at one point said, "Why don't you just close your eyes for a bit?" And the next thing I know, it's an hour later. So um, feeling much better today. Um, the, the, those shots don't lay me low for long and, um, you can make, I have grown adults who listen to me on the show, so you can make your own choices about what you want to do about vaccines. Uh, I, I believe they, they help. And for the very reason I mentioned before about the, about the, uh, about the, uh, being with the rest of my family, I thought it was probably an opportune time for me to go get the, go get the, go get the shot. So that said, um, 
I think that plays into some of the other things I was doing this week because I am getting tons of requests for speaking engagements. If you look at the show at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, you can find a place where you can send me an email. If you have an, a group in my – I'll speak to any group that's out there. I, I will travel. I will speak in person. I certainly can do them from my desk here on, on Zoom or Teams or whatever, Google Beat, whatever it is you want to use. I'm set to do all of that, but I had two in-person meetings here in central Minnesota, and I have to say it felt good to be doing that on a regular basis. I, I also will say I've done, a, um, I counted up nine that I've done since mid-September. So in two months, I've done nine. That's a, that's a heck of a pace. Um, uh, some of them online, but uh, I've done more than half of them in person. And What's everyone want to talk about? They want to talk about supply chains. That's okay. If it's not labor shortage, it's supply chains. And of course, they're related. Right? They're related. You can't find people, you know, we say right now in this country, we're short 80,000 truck drivers. Well, I don't know what that means. It also means um, the 80 million, uh, you know, 80,000 truck drivers. I see another story. It's like we're short. A million healthcare workers, and the reasons for those shortages are manifold. Yes, uh, vaccine requirements, uh, requirements that truck drivers have to be considered employees and can't work as independent contractors in California because of AB five. There are plenty of government policies in place that have made this a mess. But one of the things that makes it a mess is is not anything to do with government policy, but it simply has to do with the process by which you you try to find a new equilibrium when a shock to the system occurs. Um, when a shock, the shock that occurred to our system is COVID. And it exposed lots of different flaws in the system. How much time did you spend researching the ports of Long Beach and Los Angeles before before this year. You probably spent no time at all. I didn't. And I'm a fork I'm an economic forecaster. That's my training and kind of my kind of, it's, it's not my job right now because I'm an administrator for a university, but it's still my hobby and I still do lots of talks about it, so I still maintain a forecast. Even though it's not no one's paying me for the act of maintaining the forecast and Indeed, for the most part, I don't. If I'm speaking to a nonprofit organization, I don't ask you for money. I, if you want to make a contribution to my student scholarship fund, that'd be awesome. But, but I don't ask people for money. You don't have to pay me. I'm a I'm a public servant. I work for a state university. Um. So, I, I think though that that years we're spending a lot of time talking about these things and it and are like, what's out there that's going to fix all this? And this is sort of my my first thing, and this maybe Sean, this is the the title for the first hour. Um, that for the first hour title is a French word, which you won't be able to spell right unless you know how to put the carrot over the O. Um, the, okay, it's spelled it's tatonement. It's a French word, which means the process of of searching for a new equilibrium or feeling out. It's 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 a search process. 
we look for new, okay, and this was a word that was first developed by an economist named Leon Walras uh, back in the 19th century. Um, uh, and I may have talked about this before, but it's a concept that I always try to teach my students is when we show you supply and demand curves on a graph, they're a representation of reality. They are not reality. When I draw your when I draw the graphs on the board and I show you a shift in supply or a shift in demand and I say there's the old equilibrium and here's the new equilibrium you should ask what happens in between how long does it take to get to the new equilibrium and my answer is always well a it's not instantaneous it takes time to do that and there's lots of behaviors that are happening during that during that process that might cause a price or a quantity to overshoot or undershoot the number that's eventually going to go to. So it's not even that it goes in a nice straight line. It might actually cycle to a solution. And and there are systems in which you have an equilibrium, and when that equilibrium gets shocked, you actually can't get to the new equilibrium because that system is inherently unstable. Now, as a matter of my my economic philosophy, my understanding of how economies work, I don't believe most economic systems are unstable, but I have to recognize the possibility that they are. But that's that's sort of the theme of this hour is we're experiencing that process by which we we feel our way to a new equilibrium. And that process is is uncertain, it's messy. And there's lots of really weird things that can happen within that period that typically aren't well explained by economists. I'll give it a try after these messages here on the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Hi, this is Matt from the Kingdom Builders Roofing with a message of thanks. Consider a verse that captures the wonder of what God has done in making a way for us to be with Him. The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. As we drink deeply from the well of all God's provisions, let us always remember to give Him thanks. For me, as I come to the end of my fifth season with the Kingdom Builders, I am so thankful for the hundreds of people I have met through this radio platform, and I pray that our company has been a blessing to you, either for a good word spoken or a job well done. If we can help with either, give us a call at 612-900-9166. 612-900-9166 or look us up on the web at thekingdombuilders.com That's thekingdombuilders.com High school sports are as American as apple pie and going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today but as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows you can't have the stars without the stripes high schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport who looks good in stripes anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love 
If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Holiday guests can stress out your home. Get ready with help from Air Mechanical. Make sure the heat stays on with a furnace tune-up now. A new tankless water heater will ensure you don't give your relatives the cold shoulder. Have Air Mechanical's plumbers do a preventative drain cleaning. AMI's electrical pros can install outdoor lighting for safety in the dark, plus a garage heater just in case you need an in-law escape room. Air Mechanical, your holiday helper. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Hi, everyone. This is Mary Carey from America's number one travel radio show, inviting you to join Robert and me and Rudy each Sunday as we cover the ever-evolving world of travel and explore the world together on RM World Travel. Tune in this Sunday evening at 7. Welcome back. King Banging Show, The Biz, 1440. Ah, playing it for the river, huh? Excellent. Thank you, Sean. So, it's a nice day out there. Uh, hopefully you can get out and enjoy some of it. Already above freezing here in St. Cloud, probably on its way into the 40s. Uh, didn't get the late, didn't get the leaves picked up? You got another chance today. Um, yes, you're probably the one that picked them up two weeks ago and looks at my yards like, your leaves are blowing into my yard. I had it done. Yeah, I know. Um, I have to work, you know. Uh, anyway, 651-289-4477. If you're listening to us today live here on the King Banging Show, you are listening to us live uh, right now. 651-289-4477. Love to get some phone calls today. Um, just... Just to recap this, okay, so the word of the day, okay, it's funny because we had a word of the day uh, during in the green room, but this is the word of the day for this for this hour, and I will, I will, Sean, I'll give it to you with the proper French spelling, uh, don't worry, uh, is, is tatonement, uh, and, and, uh, uh, and, and again, it re- describes the process by which we're feeling our way to a new equilibrium. I, and I know I've done this on the show before, but it, it, it bears repeating. It's a lesson that, that I think students need to hear time and time again. What does an economist mean when they describe equilibrium? What is that concept about? And my answer to that is always an equilibrium means that your plans your plans are met. Now, typically we think of it as being your plans going into the market well the market isn't a place yes there's there's a marketplace okay or in the old in the old greek and agora that you would go to that that would be a place where people truck bartered and exchanged in the lovely phrasing of adam smith to engage in their activities but that is that is not exactly what equilibrium means equilibrium means not just your plan when you pick up your your purse and your money and you go into 
a, a, you know, a flea market or into Kohl's a, a or into your Byerly's or whatever to do your to do your shopping. Okay, how the how, how this, the how the uh, uh, checkout person says, did you find everything today? And and my answer, and I've done it a couple times, and I get this perplexed look, is like, I'm not sure because I didn't look at everything. I don't know what I want sometimes until I get there. My equilibrium is oftentimes describing things that are uncertain. So here's what's uncertain right now. I have to make a decision about do I want to buy a new car or do I want to keep my old car? And when I see the shortages and the amount of time I have to spend to buy a new car, the prices of those new car, they encourage me to say, you know what, rather than buy a new car, I'm going to go ahead and put a new set of tires on my current car. And I'm just going to drive it for another couple of years because these new car prices aren't coming down anytime soon. Okay. Have you noticed how you keep getting these, I don't know about you, Sean, but I, I get all these mailings and uh, from places where I've had my car repaired. We will pay you top dollar for your car right now. It's like, yeah, fine, cool. So what am I driving after that? That's the problem. So when people talk to me about inflation, and I, I and I said this in the, one of in both of these uh, talks that I gave this week, one to a chamber of commerce, one to a group of manufacturers. What I said to them both was, these higher prices are not a flaw; they are a feature of capitalism. And I think I think I said this on the show last week, in the uh, in the uh, second hour that. Um, if you listened to us live last week, you didn't get to hear because of, of Bison football. But if you listened to Sunday, you would have heard it then. Um, and yes, we're going to check to make sure that it's up in the uh, in the in the feed in the podcast feed uh, later on. Because, but I wanted to make sure I said this live so that everybody would hear what I had to say at that time. Prices are signals that provide information for people to decide what to supply on the one hand, what to produce on the one hand, and two, whether or not they should seek substitutes. Okay? Production and substitution are two fundamental aspects of any market economy. Prices communicate to those who have have the knowledge, have specific knowledge in their marketplace, whether or not to produce some good or service. Prices communicate to consumers whether or not to buy this particular good or some other good. The price increases we're experiencing right now, I I agree the Federal Reserve is putting out too much money. They should be tapering faster. I'll, I've, got a, I've got a few clips for you on that lo- along that line. But understand that some of these price increases would have happened, would have happened without the Build Back Better bill without quantitative easing forever um, would have happened without any of this because it's the price signal, it's the price system trying to tell market participants to provide more labor here or provide more goods there. It is a feature of the system. You want those price changes to happen, and some of those price changes need to be increases. And when I hear people say, well, then that's not really inflation, I'm like, well, in a sense, you're right. 
But the way we've learned to measure inflation doesn't make that kind of distinction between a price increase caused by too much money in the system chasing too few goods and a price increase that's the result of too many ships backed up in the Pacific Ocean unable to get to the port and unable to get to the market. In these talks this week, I've been telling people about two different types of supply chain disruptions. Uh, logistics uh, specialists refer to these as as ripple effects, which happens when you lose a production place because of some unforeseen unforeseen disruption. Okay, so for example, suppose the Foxconn plant um, has an outbreak of of COVID and has to shut production for two weeks. That's a ripple effect that, that goes up and down the system and bothers the supply of iPhones, right? And that would happen even if they weren't releasing iPhone 13 in the fall of this year. The other one is a bullwhip effect, and bullwhips happen from changes in demand that echo through the system with bigger and bigger intensity, those bullwhips could be could be caused, for example, and the argument I was making on uh, on Wednesday and Thursday of this week in my, my presentations is the bullwhip has happened because there's so much demand for goods because you can't demand services. If you're a family that is really thinking about, you know, normally we go out with friends for Thanksgiving dinner, but COVID makes me think I'm not going to do do that. Instead, I'm going to go ahead and try to host it in my garage or in a, you know, on my deck with some propane heaters or something like that. And so I need to go buy Thanksgiving with all the fixings. You're part of the bullwhip. <clears throat> if you are, if you are thinking to yourself, I can't afford, I can't go to a gym because I'm worried that a gym is a place of contagion. And so instead, I'm going to, I'm going to go out and buy um, a set of cross-country skis so that this winter I will get my exercise by, by doing some Nordic skiing. You are part of the bullwhip. You are, you are ordering more things, which is causing stocks to run down at the stores, who are then trying to replenish their inventories by reaching back to manufacturers. The manufacturers are having to go back and to their input providers and say, I need more inputs because I have more orders. And the bullwhip just runs through that entire system. The COVID shock has been both of those. It's not just a bullwhip. It's not just a ripple. It's both. At various times, at different times. And the way in which those two shocks to the system uh, course through the course through the supply chain is hard to draw out. It's not going to be like some sine wave that you you could describe with a simple equation. It's not going to be it's not going to be some difference equation that you could write down. It's going to be something that's really messy because there's all kinds of stochastic shocks that are happening to us. That's that's code word. There are random events that are happening that's causing massive changes to this system because the systems over time, we built those systems to be tighter and tighter, 
to get the redundancies out. So we relied on single sources, and we have one way to get the goods to the market, and we, we ended up to making all of our chains fragile. And that fragility is what we're suffering from now. And the only way to get people to undo the fragility is through, in some cases, the pain of price increases. It instructs those supply chains to reconfigure in various ways. How they'll reconfigure, I don't know. I'm not a logistics expert. But I can tell you, they're going to reconfigure. They're going to reconfigure because they can't for long sustain price increases, such as the ones we're seeing right now, without some reconfiguration. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Merry Christmas. It's Michael, owner of Appliance Renew, the place where a little scratch or ding don't mean a thing. It seems everywhere you turn, there's bad news, worker shortages, supply chain issues, and inflation. Christmas time should be filled with hope and joy. Join Appliance Renew and Toys for Town to bring Christmas cheer to a local family in need. Drop off a toy donation by December 13th when you visit our Farmington showroom and receive $50 off your appliance purchase. We consistently have on hand between 250 to 300 new scratch and ding appliances. We carry all major brands up to 50% off. We receive new scratch and ding inventory weekly. Be a blessing and help Toys for Town provide 400 local families with a holiday meal kit and gifts for their kids. Drop off that toy donation at our Farmington showroom before December 13th. Visit us online at ApplianceRenew.com. That's ApplianceRenew.com. The basics about financial literacy provides confidence in your investing decisions. Knowledge to make better decisions with or without an advisor empowers you to take control of your financial future. With the right skills, you are the best steward of your own money. Learn more today at a free in-center or virtual investing class at Online Trading Academy, 952-814-4410. Again, 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond. Again, at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800 884 9018 800-884-9018. If you believe that that market economies such as those in the United States and Western Europe are inherently stable systems, then you have to believe that shocks like COVID eventually lead to the behaviors that bring you back toward an equilibrium, a point where the plans that people have to buy and sell to truck barter and exchange will actually come to fruition. The way in which that happens is through the changing of prices. And importantly, it's the changing in relative prices. And this is why I get a little, I get a little uh, quarrelsome with some people who are using the current numbers. Oh, inflation is 6.2%. And I, and, and I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. It is. The, the CPI rose by 6.2% in the way we measure it. And in some ways, CPI, CPI is a bad measure of inflation. In other ways, it's not a bad measure of inflation. Um, but, but I try to get people to remember, not every price increase is bad. So this, this is part. This is from the report. This is uh, CAS. This is from uh, CAS, which is a company that does research on trucking and freight, generally. Uh, their index for October rose 0.8 for the sh- for shipments rose eight tenths percent year over year in October, faster than the pace September over September. So you're seeing a small increase in shipping. They wrote freight volumes remain constri- capacity constrained as shown by declining rail volumes and the ongoing backlog of container ships at anchor waiting to unload. But the 2.9% month-on-month improvement shows a modest rebound as restocking demand remains elevated. A pickup in automotive volumes likely, likely also helped as demand rail car loadings in the motor vehicle category rose about 15% month over month. All of those, unquote, all of those high prices for cars that you're seeing right now, and they are going up, you know, by leaps and bounds. All of those high prices are leading for them to find ways to get the goods into the port. Now, I was, uh, I was uh, entertained and entertaining, I hope, with uh, listener Don last night over this new system they're using at the ports of Long Beach in Los Angeles where they're saying, we are not going to have the boats lined up, you know, waiting just off the coast 
to come in. We have a new way of bringing them in so that when they arrive, we'll have something ready for them. Well, that's great, but basically what they're doing is they're making them wait further out at sea. Their statements say something about the fact that that the climate was being adversely impacted by having so many ships there. Well, I think what they are really worried about is the fact that there were so many ships that you could see from the coast, and they were reminding Californians, at least, or visitors to California, of the supply chain problem. So out of sight, out of mind, they basically turned the Pacific Ocean into a parking lot. Okay? Cue your Joni Mitchell. Um, and that's a, and, and that that's not a solution. But they are slowly but surely finding solutions. One of the things that I talked about here in the show last week was the, was the notion that there was an ordinance in Long Beach that said you could not stack containers more than two containers high. So they were running out of land to store containers, and that was causing part of the problem. Well, three weeks ago, the, the, the city council of Long Beach, which is the controlling agency, it's not a federal government issue, it's not even a state of California issue, it's a, it's a city of Long Beach issue, suspended the regulation for 90 days. So now you're getting more containers being able to stack to stack up. So that's helping as well. Uh, <clears throat> the freight rates embedded in our in their components, uh, freight rates embedded are 36 percent higher year over year in October, accelerated from the 31 percent year over year increase in September. Um, chassis production improved this month, but remains far from what is needed to address rail network congestion. So West Coast imports continue on to truckload, considerably raising the length of haul in the largest freight market. Let me translate. They can't put the things on the, on, the, on the trains where it's cheaper to send a container. So they're having to put them on trucks, which means you have to do them one at a time. When I hear people say there's, there's a shortage of seventy or 80,000 truck drivers, well, part of that is... The price of the the value of your truck driver has gone up dramatically because they can't get these things onto the trains, which they were using to substitute for truck drivers all along. What fixes that? I'll give you an idea. How about paying truck drivers more? Higher price, higher wages for truck drivers will encourage some people. You know, I'm reading story after story. I read one during the last break about about how awful things are in the hospitals and how. How, how health professionals are quitting. Send them off to go get, a, go get a quick lesson in how to drive a truck and have them do that instead. They say it's, it's just soul-crushing to work in, in health care. I'm sure it is. It's not a job I could do. And I don't blame any person in that field after going through what they've had to go through for the last 20-plus months to say, you know what, I just can't do this anymore. I understand. It's, it's fine. Here's another opportunity for you, and guess what? The wages there are pretty are pretty sweet right now if you just want to learn how to drive a truck. Um, and it doesn't take too long to learn how to drive one. Um, but you're seeing, you're, but these prices rising are going to help. My, I, I don't think I did this story on the air last week, so I think I'll do it here. If I did, it's okay. Um, my brother, I, who works for Federal Express and, and does, does uh, logistic solutions for, for small and medium businesses, has a, 
has a uh, importer who sells um, logoed hats that are pretty high quality hats. They're not they're not a baseball cap. They're I think they're he calls them straw. I'm pretty sure they're not made literally of straw, but but they're that kind of a cap. Um, they go for sixty five to seventy dollars. He shifted that that he shifted that uh, that importer from b- bringing their goods on container ships to the port of Charleston from uh, from uh, uh, China. He converted them to actually bringing it by air. I said, "How much more does it cost?" He says, "About seven dollars a hat." And I'm like, "So a ten percent increase?" Well, right now. Remember, people aren't buying services. They're not going on big fancy vacations because they don't want to. They don't want to be on a plane. They don't want to be in a hotel. They don't want to go out to a restaurant. So what are they doing instead? And it's not everybody, okay? It's not everybody, but it. But I, I, I look at data for for hotels. I look at data for airlines. I look at data for restaurants through Open Table and so forth. Pretty consistently, fifteen to twenty percent less. 15 to 20% less. Where's that money going? They're buying stuff. It's not building up. There was a huge buildup in savings. That buildup is slowing down and eventually will probably turn backwards. But there's still $2.5 trillion of extra currency and checking deposits in, in household accounts right now relative to where we were, okay, and to give you the idea of what two and a half means, I mean, they household checking accounts and currency holdings, you know, domestic currency holdings, not currency held overseas under mattresses in other countries, is about a trillion dollars. Right now, it's about three and a half trillion dollars. That extra two and a half trillion dollars is going to, is got to go somewhere. Yeah, my hat's going to cost 10% more because I had to put it on a plane to get here. Yep, fine. Here's my check. I want that hat. What else am I going to do? That's that's the logic of what's happening right now. And that, my friends, is tatonment. That is the search for the new equilibrium. Will this equilibrium be permanent? I suspect not. I think at some point we will go back to being, to traveling. I Because we, we love, that is part of human curiosity we want to see new places and new things but will we eat out as often as we used to maybe maybe not i don't know will we stay in hotels as much as we used to i don't know maybe maybe not you know how those choices will end up being made by responses to the array of prices we have placed in front of us that's the substitution do i buy this or do i buy that well, the answer to that is, what's the relative price of those two things? If I buy this rather than that because this is cheaper, what else might I buy with the difference between this and that? And how much value does that does that difference provide to me? This is the way in which these choices are going to be made. And those choices are happening right now, and you should love that process. Because that's how you get to the new equilibrium. This is something we have to go through. Or else you always are in this state of not knowing whether or not whether or not the good that you ordered is going to arrive on time, whether or not you're going to be able to go to a restaurant or get onto a plane or or st- all of those things 
are going to be different. Or if you order, if you order some coffee from your favorite coffee place, how long is it going to take for the shipment to get to my front door? Which I did this morning. I order from the same place all the time. Sometimes it shows up within two days. Sometimes it takes a week. We're never really sure when to order the next pound or two of coffee. Those are the types of things that we're working out in our heads right now. That's Tatoman. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. It's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. According to our latest research, local business owners today are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was just a few months ago. They also told us that targeting the right audience with their advertising messages is more important than ever. At Salem Surround, Our team of local in-market experts take that seriously. We utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Let Salem Surround show you how we can solve for your marketing challenges by bringing nationwide resources while delivering Main Street solutions. Salem Surround is here to help you through the constant changes. We promise we'll help your business stay ahead of the changing weather. Learn more at surroundmsp.com surroundmsp.com connecting you with new customers don't get lost in the endless stream of misleading headlines turn to a leading source of conservative news townhall.com political cartoons thoughtful commentary and an intelligent perspective on the day's headlines townhall.com a division of salem media group i'm staff sergeant mark anthony madrid staff sergeant smith i'm staff sergeant i'm staff sergeant william lewis and i am proud to defend my family and our nation the Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I'm proud to be a member of... And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com What does it mean to be a Christian woman in our current culture? How does your faith in Christ relate to the world around you? At times, being a Christian can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and challenging landscape. That's why you should visit iBelieve.com, a site designed for Christian women. Whether you're looking for insight, conversation starters for your church group, or just an uplifting message, you'll find it at iBelieve.com. Visit iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
Welcome back. King Baggy Show, the biz, 1440. I tweeted to you the, um, the uh, uh, link uh, to the definition of this word I'm using for the hour, tatonment. And this is more of a f- philosophical or a teaching hour. I'll get, to the, I'll get to the current event stuff in a bit. I've been trying to do that, do that through this process. But, but give you an idea, right? Markets are great at figuring out solutions to shortages and surpluses, right? That's my point. Markets are good at it. They are better at it, I think, in most cases. They do, they're not perfect. They don't work them all out. But if I'm given the choice between a market and a government solution, I I have the tendency to favor the market solution because I believe that people do work these things out. People, I, I heard something on uh, Thursday that I that I had not heard before that I thought was interesting. It made perfect sense to me in this in this tatonement kind of world, uh, which is this. Uh, it was posted by uh, uh, a, a guy named Aaron Sojourner. Uh, who who is uh, who's at, who used to work at uh, used to be at uh, um, uh, used to be at uh, uh, the White House in the Council of Economic Advisors uh, is now at the U of M, and and um, he was looking at. I thought this was interesting. Looking at looking at, and I heard this from somebody else from the local mark lo- local labor market economist here in St. Cloud, who I frequently do talks with he we get invited to speak together luke griner who works for deed uh lovely young man uh very always has fascinating charts to show um uh and um he put up this chart on thursday then i saw this hours later put up by aaron and i'm like okay so this is really a thing isn't it a higher share of Americans with dis- with a disability are employed now than pre-pandemic. Why would that be? In a world with labor market shortages, you call forth additional additional resources to try to meet that labor shortage. Now, working with p- persons with disabilities is Expensive. I mean, or not expensive is too, is, is too harsh a word because it's judgmental. It costs more. There are hurdles that you have to get over to in, profitably engage somebody who is uh, who, who has a disability. Okay, you can't hire them at the same price. Okay, and I don't think I, it, someone will say, "Oh, you're committing a a thought crime." There, uh, I I I think it's pretty evident, right that. That there are there are some jobs that somebody with that a person with one disability might be able to do at the same in the same way that someone without any disabilities can do. But you know, if a disability doesn't mean a limit, then I don't know why we make it make it a category. So there are limits, right? But those limits are simply a group of fixed costs that you have to overcome. In a world with tighter labor markets, caused by higher wages, employers seek out those solutions for those workers. That's tatoma. And I, I just thought that was an interest. You know, when 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 Luke put that up on a screen Thursday for me, I'm looking at him like, 
dang, I didn't know that. Makes great sense to me. I probably could have predicted it if you'd asked me the question, but the good economist figures out how to ask the question, and I really do think the the value of what these what what Aaron and Luke was showing was was that little bit of they knew to ask that question because I did not pay attention to it. None of them sort of said, hey, there's no government program that said, hey, let's go out and find ways to hire more people with disabilities right, right now during the COVID period. No, I would argue businesses, by and large, figured that out for themselves. And that, that figuring, I believe, was the reason why, was, is the reason why you're seeing that number go up. That, that is how markets work, and, and that would never have happened if it was not at first for the fact that wages and prices are increasing. The price increase increases the marginal value of the worker's product, which tends to increase their wage, and that increase in the wage encourages, encourages businesses to look for additional workers and finding a way to, to further engage the workforce. The labor shortage encourages them to do that. All of these things are in, are completely possible. I and so I want I want people to understand that we can talk about inflation. Talk about inflation is a bad thing. When it's created by bad government policies, it is a bad thing, almost by definition. But there's some price increases that actually aren't bad things, and things that we should probably probably say, yep. That's just the cost of the shock we're going through, and we're just learning to live with. We're just learning to live with that. Taton Ma, learn it, love it, live it. We'll be back after this King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was. Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Matami Dive. I got a hold of JTR through friends. It almost looked like a giraffe. There were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it, but there were other things that needed addressing, and uh, there were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and, and doing some electrical and things like that, all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me. It was an amazing transformation. In fact, my brother-in-law, who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, 
for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. Common ground for the first-time investor. 